What is up, people? Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Shamari Stewart, joined, as always, by my co-host, Kendall Stewart. Uh, Happy New Year, Kendall. So, it is now 2019. Yeah, man, this is the, uh, I guess, uh, Imperial Broadcast New Year special, uh, where we'll kind of uh, recap all of 2018 in the Star Wars industry, Star Wars universe, and then preview what's to come in 2019 in all aspects of the Star Wars uh, universe. So this should be exciting. Yeah, so we have a lot of uh, a lot of cool things to go over. I mean, it was a big year for us, a new generation as well. You know, we made a lot of... Um, uh, and by new generation, I just mean the new generation podcast network, new generation media. We made a lot of... Uh, progress with the different shows and, and the things we're trying to do both here uh in our podcast as well as on youtube you can, we have some star wars videos on youtube as well at our channel new generation media so there's some things to that we're trying to do going forward um but kendall's right we're here we're gonna recap some some uh basically everything <laughs> all the major things that happened uh, uh this year with regards to star wars um in the in the year 2018 uh, first, we want to get to a couple of news stories that we can't ignore because they've just been making the rounds. Um, so the first uh, big one is that John Boyega uh, was speaking about Star Wars Episode Nine. Um, and speaking about Episode Nine, he mentioned that Episode Nine um, takes place a year after Episode Eight, which is information that we did not know before. Yes, and so that is, is. I mean. If you ask Boyega, he'll say he doesn't know what he's what everyone's talking about. Empire, he did a, like a he did an interview with Empire magazine, mm-hmm. and they came out and they were like, John Boyega confirmed you know, during the interview, like during in the article, they said John Boyega confirmed that they're the one who mm-hmm. jump, you know, in in the uh, movie. And some guy tweeted at Boyega, you know, did they misquote you? Uh, did you confirm this to them? He was like, I don't even remember this interview happened. I don't know, but he doesn't remember the interview. He didn't happened. deny. He didn't deny that the whether or not it is a year from now. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, maybe he had too much to drink. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but he, he claims he. That's very strange. All right. Um, I, I mean, look, boy, he's a very, very busy guy, very popular guy. But uh, I mean, Empire Magazine. I feel like you. You remember when you interviewed? By yeah, Empire. Empire. They're not just gonna. Not they're too big. Right. They're not the the inquirer. They're not right, just gonna make something TMZ. up. Yeah, just make up random nonsense. I don't think I, Empire. I don't think that's happening. So I'm thinking either if he really did forget, maybe he did to have too much to drink. I don't know. And I, I'm sure he's he's young. He's probably enjoying young. He's a very young guy enjoying his life. You know, I'm sure he's got a lot of other things going on. He may even be doing other acting gigs. I don't know. Right. Maybe he doesn't. I'm just giving him the benefit of the doubt. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't remember. Maybe he has so much going on. He's like, oh, yeah, maybe I said that. I don't know. But, <laughs> um, but you know, either way, this is a pretty big scoop. Um, so this is this is a very big news to me. As for what this means for the movie, um, I am, I would say I'm happy with this. With where I recently rewatched The Last Jedi, actually. Where we leave off with The Last Jedi um, I'm glad we're getting some breathing room between then, um, because I feel like you get time for Ray to develop her powers more. You get time for uh, uh, the resistance to kind of regroup. 
Right. Um, uh, because they were basically in shambles uh, after The Last Jedi. You had time for uh, Kylo Ren to kind of settle into his position as Supreme Leader. Yes. And you get time for the galaxy to to form whatever is going on with it. Because <laughs> we don't know what's going on with the galaxy. Yeah. Which has been kind of a running thing for me. I guess one of my critiques with regards to the sequel trilogy is I don't know what's going on. But with regards to the major, the state of the galaxy as a whole, it's not clear. Um, but you get some time for that to at least form into something that's like easy to understand. Yeah. So I am pretty happy with this overall. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly an interesting move. Um, I think it makes sense considering, well, one, episode eight wasn't like the most popular film to begin with. So it's not like people are going to be like, I want to see what happens right after. I want to see what happens right what happens after Luke Yeah, you yeah. know, like, I don't think people, people are like, kind of move away from that a little bit. If you, do, if you have a one-year time jump, you can kind of create whatever story you want. You don't have to lean so much on what happened in episode 8 as much. Um, you know, you do wonder if this one-year time jump does allow for, like, Princess Leia to, like, die within that one-year time jump. You know, have her pass away. And that be the explanation for why we don't, why we get less Carrie Fisher. And maybe she's a forest ghost or something. I don't know if that's the story they're going to tell, but uh-huh. uh, that's something people have speculated is that, you know, the funeral within the time jump or something along those lines. Um, but, no, I mean, I feel like uh, it does make sense. If we're going into episode nine, um, this is where we need to see m- the most amount of development, I would say, with the characters. Uh, when we, in the first, or in the original trilogy, Episode 6 was uh, where we saw kind of the actualized versions of, you know, Luke and Han Solo and Princess Leia. Um, and I think that's what we're going to see in, in Episode 9, where we're going to get Rey kind of like, you know, fully formed, you know, in her prime. Her final form. Know, final form. <laughs> final form Rey. Final form Kylo Ren, final form Finn, and that's gonna be uh, that should be interesting. Um, and also doing that year long, doing that one year time jump allows you to do that without people being like, "How did they get so strong?" You right, know? exactly. It's like, well, it was a time jump. I mean, yeah, it's a time jump. Makes sense, you know. Yeah. And then uh, the other thing it allows is it allows for stories to be told in between that outside of canon, which I also is I think important to. They want to be able to tell books and stuff and comics and maybe television series that take place in between episodes eight and nine and to do that you can't really do that if it's a week after episode eight can't do that really even if it's a month after episode eight so there are a lot of a lot of factors that play into this year long uh time i almost wonder if it could have been longer um Mm mm-hmm Yeah, I'm thinking that as well. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I ba- basically, I agree. Um, you know, you get that breathing room, you get that time to come up with uh, 
more uh, understandable explanation for why people's powers may be greater right. or or um, or whatever. So so I'm happy with it. I'm happy with it. I think it gives them an opportunity to take the story in whatever direction they feel is most appropriate. And I have I have faith that J.J. Abrams will at least like you know finish the finish the series on as strong a note as it could be finished on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, so the next bit of news has to do with the Vader, a Darth Vader fan film made by Star Wars Theory. Uh, and this, uh, Vader fan film has been making the rounds online, uh, for a little while now. Um, call it Shards or Episode, what's it called? Vader, it's Shards of the Past? Shards of Past. Shards of the Past. I believe it's Shards episode of the Past. Ep- shards of the Past, Episode 1. Um, and it is, let me see. Yep. Shards of the Past, uh, uh, Vader, Episode 1. Um, uh, but yeah, this, I was, I, we watched the film, uh, actually just now, (laughs) um, I thought it was very well, I think it's a well told, uh, Vader story. Um, I think that, uh, you know, I, I think that it is kind of like, I see this film and anything coming after this film as being a representation of what the fans want. This is, this is, this film was made for the people that want a Vader, a solo Vader, a a star Wars story. Right. right. This is what that is. Yeah. This is what that is. You know, that's, I feel like this is just a love letter to Vader fans that just want to see Vader be Vader. Um, I just feel like that's what this is, you know? And, Oh, what do you say? Uh, I was gonna say, and you know, they they made good use of Vader's whole story, his upbringing, his losing Padme, you know, even the parts of of Vader that people quote unquote hate or whatever. Um, right. You know, it's like no, this is a part of Vader's story. Um, so they make really good use of all of that, and the production, the qual, the quality um, uh, of the production is very high yes or especially high for a fan film right right, 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 right. you know it's not like you know yeah jj rooms yeah like if this like, were if this were a disney movie i'd be like look they 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 did everything you know it didn't blow me through the roof <laughs> but, you know, it, it didn't look awful i guess but um for a fan film i mean again they did everything which is to their credit i never looked at it yeah it was like the only thing that was off were the actors were the actors from the movies you know yeah but like the actors that, and 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 some voice. of the voices yeah, yeah as well. were obviously different but that you just kind of i mean it's going to be like that it's for a you know cartoons yeah or, you know books audio books and stuff you're not always going to have the exact same voices and stuff. yeah i mean i think the only thing um i mean i kind of don't ha- really have any big complaints I mean, the only complaints I have are that, I mean, the Emperor looked kind of weird. The Emperor sounded kind of weird. Um, <laughs> I just, the Emperor and, and weird for the Emperor, not just, you know, the Emperor looks right. weird to begin with. But um, looked, I, I thought he looked decent. I mean, I thought he was kind of, um, no, he just looked funny. You know, he didn't look like, like the, the Emperor that, yeah, Ian <laughs> yeah, McDermott, you know, the Ian McDermott Emperor. He just looked he, different. He looked like the original. 
when they're just uh, some mangled puppet or whatever. Um, but yeah, yeah, he he looked kind of strange, and he sounded a little off too. So kind of voice sounded a little wonky at times. Yeah. But but uh, <laughs> but you know that those are my really my only like bigger complaints. Other than that, I liked it. I mean, Vader's powers were incredible right. as his powers are. Um, you know, that's just it. So does this now? Because you mentioned um, the obvious, the obvious connect with potential Vader spinoff. Does this now? Because you've been a person that's been like, I don't want to see a Vader spinoff. You know, I don't care for a Vader spinoff. Does this not make you want to see one? No, or no? <laughs> not at all. Not, at all. <laughs> not even a little bit. I, I'll be honest. I saw this and I was like, and I've always been like, I think that would be a good idea. It made me want to see it more. Like, mm. it, it made me not it actualize how they could do a Vader spinoff. For me, it's like, after seeing Solo, I don't know how, like, you can't, you wouldn't want to see a Vader spinoff. I'd rather see that than Solo. Right. Um, you know, and look, man, I, I thought Solo, for what it was, was good. I, you know, I thought, I didn't think it was that bad. It's just like, but, Solo, like, was kind of small potatoes compared to what a Vader yeah, exactly. book can be. Exactly. You know, or a, book, yeah. a Vader spinoff can be. Um... If told well, a Vader spinoff could also be bad. There's no, there's no, uh, there, there's no way around it. It could definitely be a bad movie, but um, it has the upside to be incredible if they really do a good job with Vader's story, with his characterization. Um, this guy, where um, these guys did a great job with with um, explaining the relationship between the, the Emperor and Vader. Um, I think they, uh, like you said, they touched on a lot of all aspects of Vader's life. Um, I, I think of, and also look, I mean, a Vader, a Vader spinoff, like, it could be bad in the sense that, like, if you get too much into the Padme stuff, you know, like, people will get tired of that. I, I'll get tired of it. Um, you know, I'm, that's, that's part of Vader I'm not huge on, but, um, if they can really, like, if they just tell a good job of, they do a good job of telling his story, um, and you have a lot of action, and it's dark, and, um, I always say, I mean, this seems to be the movie that we've kind of, this seems to be the story that we've always kind of pitched, like, you know, he's going after some Jedi, uh, and, I mean, I'm for it, I feel like you give Disney the budget, if you give this movie a Disney budget, with Disney actors and all all the like, I mean that could be. I think it, for me that's the best spinoff movie idea I can think of. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that seems like safe, that seems like automatic, you know, hard to really mess you mean up. Besides Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah. Besides Obi <laughs> that's another one that seems like hard to mess up. Um, and I mean that one. Honestly, I don't know what's going on with Obi Wan. That's a whole other. Yeah, that's a whole other. I mean, looking talking, looking towards the t- forward to twenty nineteen. Yeah, I mean, we'll come on. That, but. Uh, but yeah, you know, I I mean, I thought this was uh, I thought it was very well done. It hasn't made me want this solo film. I still think that for the most part, Vader's story's been told, and I think anything else in between that time period is being told where it should be told, which right now is happening in the comic books, which again we'll get into in our recap. But I think that is the appropriate place. <laughs> that and TV, like we saw in Rebels, I think those types of places are good for that, because you know Rebels they brought back Ahsoka and stuff, and people were like, oh maybe you can have its own thing with Ahsoka. 
in the movie. I don't think they're bringing Ahsoka to the movie. Right. You know, I don't think they're gonna do that. I don't think they're gonna bring it to uh, to Gruda into the movies, make her the main character, have it not be actually Exine. Uh, you know, and people are gonna be upset about that. Right. Or they're gonna make it actually Exine, and it's gonna look kind of weird because yeah. you just seen actually Exine yeah, in makeup weird. and stuff. Yeah. So it's just it, either way, it's gonna be off. You know, it's gonna be, yeah. be like, kind of weird. So I don't think people are gonna do that, and I don't think. I just don't think they're going to do that. You know, it's not it's not something that I don't know. I'm just not that excited for it. Um not that I don't like Vader, that I'm not a Vader fan. I'm just not that excited to see that movie. Uh but I thought the fan film was well made and I'm looking forward to any of the future episodes that Star or Star Wars theory, the Star Wars Theory uh YouTube channel um uh creates. Uh with that being said, um you know, just a couple of quick just quick some quick stuff. Um, IG-88 was officially announced via John Favreau's YouTube channel. Um, or not his YouTube channel. I wish he had a YouTube channel. Via his, uh, his Instagram account. Uh, we, we talked about that before, but now it's official. Um, and, uh, and the, uh, Star Wars, um, Galaxy's Edge had a pre, had an announced, that preview video. Um. Uh, that was shown, and uh, it didn't show much, but it, it you know it looks fun. You know they uh, it was very very much a preview. It was very short. <laughs> they really did not show much, um, but it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun, and I think it shows that that it's just kind of confirmation that this is really happening. We're really getting a Star Wars land, <laughs> um, so that's extremely exciting. Um, all right, so let's get into this. Uh, recap. So we're gonna wrap up the year. Um, uh, for wrap up 2018 for Star Wars, and we're gonna go into um, previewing the 2019, and I guess even beyond uh, with regards to the, each of these different categories. So we're splitting it up into categories. The first category we're gonna do, go into is the movies, because that is the bread and butter of Star Wars. Um, so for 2018, we had um, uh, The Last Jedi, which was still running at the beginning of 2019, um, or 2018, sorry. And we had Solo, which dropped in, April, in May of 2018. Now, Last Jedi, we all know how everybody felt about that. You know, it was very split in terms of how people felt about it. Um, I was more on the positive end. Uh, I know a lot of people were more on the negative end. I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was. I thought I think it's pretty good. There are things that are not good about it, that I, you know, just being honest, just how I felt about it. But I, for the most part, I liked it. I liked it more than I liked the Force Awakens. Yeah. You know, just straight up. I, th- I thought it was well made. You know, I think Ryan Johnson did a good job. You know, I don't think he deserves all the hate. People say he's. Right. It's not Star Wars. This isn't Star Wars. You know, I think people need to take it down. A notch. <laughs> people need to take it down a notch. You know, I did not think it was that bad. Um, uh, and then you had Solo, which I also thought, you know, Solo exceeded my expectations. You know what? I mean, I got to give credit where it's due, you know, Ron Howard and Lord Miller. I don't know exactly who belongs to what, what credit belongs, goes to who, but you know, both of them, whoever, (laughs) everybody involved in the making of this movie, they did a good job. Um, you know, hats off to, you know, the cast, Alden Ehrenreich, um, you know, he's a solid Han Solo. He's not Harrison Ford, but he's, he's a solid, solid Han Solo. 
you know, um, Amelia Clark did a good job as well. Um, uh, Woody, Woody, uh, shout out to Woody Harrelson's, Tobias Beckett, Donald, Glover. Donald Glover's, Lando. I mean, you got some good Even, characters. Uh, here. Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany. You know? You know, was not really hyped up for the movie. But I thought he did a good job. Yeah, he did a very good job. I thought he did an extremely good job as, as Dryden Voss. And, uh, and shout shout out to you, uh, to, um, uh, your favorite character as well, uh, uh, uh the great, uh, yeah, the great Edfus Ness. <laughs> All time worst Star Wars character. <laughs> the great Edfus Ness. I'm just like, oh god. <laughs> oh man, Every time when Edfus showed up, when Edfus Ness showed up at the end. I'm just like, like, what are you doing? I'm just like, what? I'm like, why is this? Why now are they showing up? Like, on the very end of this movie, the very end of this crazy adventure, this person shows up. Now, what's going to happen? You know, is this movie going to be three hours long? (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, I didn't know. Uh, But I I enjoyed the twist at the end. But, um, but yeah, it exceeded my expectations. It exceeded my expectations. You know, this whole, dude, 2017 going into 2018, just hearing about this train wreck of a production. (laughs) <laughs> that apparently was going on um, but they, they really salvaged it and um, you know they really made something that was very good so I was very satisfied with Solo uh, but I don't know kind of what did you think about 2018 in terms of the movies what we saw on the big screen yeah I mean obviously you know Last Jedi uh, you know it, it obviously came out in December but a lot of the reaction was felt in, uh, in 2019, in 2018, and um, ultimately, it was it was a I wouldn't say it was a wildly successful movie for Star Wars, but um, it made money and it it was able they it was one of those things where like they were able to you know move the chains they got the first down they get a touchdown <laughs> but as long as they're able to <laughs> continue making these movies um, that's a win. So, uh, they moved the chains to get to episode nine. Um, they, I mean, I feel like I spent way too much of 2017, you know, theorizing on Snoke and Ray's mother because they wiped all that away in episode eight. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, wasn't a whole lot of theorizing in 2018. <laughs> but, um, uh, besides that though, I think, uh, for me it was, it was a success and with Solo, um, not nearly as successful um, in terms of uh, financials, but I do agree that it could have been way worse. Uh, we thought it would be way worse in some regard, but uh, it came out. They came out head above water with that one as well. Um, the I think the the combination of two kind of I won't say mediocre, but two kind of you know controversial up and down movies really is what led to. You know, Disney kind of having to you know, restructure their whole Star Wars right. uh, feel, their whole Star Wars uh, promotion, and feel like, all right, you know, Bob Iger coming out publicly and say we're going to slow down all Star Wars content because these movies did not perform the way they expected it to. Um, I think if one of them would have been great, I don't know if they have that conversation. But because both of them sputtered in a way that they didn't expect, um, at least last year I didn't, they didn't expect. I'm sure they probably expected it would solo, but um, because both of them sputtered, they felt the need to have this Star Wars slowdown. 
Um, and episode nine puts a lot of pressure on episode nine for 2019. But um, ultimately, in terms of the movie, the movie uh, uh, side of Star Wars, I would say it was kind of a down year. Mm. Um, just off of they, they had they had very high expectations, and you know these were two important movies, and they were both kind of net negatives. None of them kind of really were wins. For them. I could probably I probably agree with that overall. Um, you know, even though I like both of those movies. Yeah, I like them personally, but as a whole, they were kind of they kind of didn't make the impact that they would like. Yeah, you know, and I think I think part of it goes into what Iger even stated in that they're gonna slow down. That it was his call and he made the mistake. <laughs> I'm surprised. Surprised he kind of. I'm surprised he took took responsibility for that. But you know, they were kind of pumping out these movies too fast. You need to give it a little bit of breathing room. So that's, I think that is the appropriate response. Um, so, I mean, we'll see how that affects uh, the future. Now going into 2019, for the big screen, obviously we have the big finale of the sequel trilogy, which is Star Wars Episode Nine, and um, any future announcements that they may announce, because we have Celebration. We have Celebration. As well. Um, um, for 2019, so they're probably going to announce something, I would think. We also can't, I mean, I don't know what to make of it, but, like, we can't forget that in 2018 they, we had some sort of announcement of Obi-Wan, you know, unofficial. I mean, I don't... We've been having these rumors for years now. Well, we've had rumors before. That, I mean, that was... Sourced reporting from major Hollywood I mean, outlets. Uh, apparently, but no one knows that this is happening, apparently. It's not even... It hasn't gone anywhere. No one can confirm that. Ewan still can't confirm that. He's, he, he's still going out and saying he has no idea what's going so what on. what do you think happened with Kenobi? I don't know what, what happened, gonna happen with Kenobi. Do you um, think that the... That, you know, whoever was Hollywood reporter was just way off and he just made something up? They heard it from a, a, a fourth party and... It may be... Wrong? It may be that they... It may have just been pushed back again. Do you think that they wanted to do it? They planned on doing it. Then they got the numbers and the slowdown, and they were like, you know what? We never officially announced it. It's not happening anymore behind the scenes. Uh, I don't know if it's a situation where it's just not happening anymore. Right. I'm not I'm not sure. Um, I still hope it's happening. But I definitely think they – I'm thinking they probably had plans, and then they were like, okay, let's. we have to slow down these plans. Yeah. I definitely think that – that is what happened. Um, but yeah, you know, so we got, we got an Obi Wan announcement, but it, it it was not from from Lucasfilm, <laughs> so I can't really say much about that. Um, yeah, and, uh, George Lucas is going to Northern Ireland to, to film. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that. We'll we'll see what happens with that. Um, but uh, so yeah, so that's twenty eighteen. 2019, we've got episode episode nine. Any future announcements? Um, I predict that episode nine will. Um, I predict that it will do very well. I think though. I think the marketing is really it. it the marketing has to be very very good because the last two Star Wars movies were not. Um, well, Solo wasn't marketed that well, I don't think. And The Last Jedi was marketed well, but it didn't 
it wasn't received very well by fans. So, or it was, I mean, it was received well globally, but just by like Star Wars fans, it was very, very split. So, they've gotta, they've gotta get this marketing right. But in terms of the quality of the movie, I think I like it. Um, I, I think they, they are being forced to take the franchise in a new direction based on where they left episode eight. So, that alone has me excited, <laughs> excited yeah. for the movie because I'm not just gonna come in knowing what to expect. Yeah. Because they're just trying to trying to milk people's people for their money. Yeah. Uh, by nostalgia, by throwing in the Falcon, <laughs> and having Han say Chewie were home or whatever. Like yeah. they're gonna actually tell us an original new story with a lot of fresh new things that we're not expecting. So I think Episode Nine will do well. Yeah, I mean with Episode Nine, I mean the big kind of shift is going to be, I mean, J.J. Abrams now is back. I mean, maybe it's not a shift, it's kind of a return to where they were, but um, we'll see what kind of impact that ends up having. Um, you know, if, if this movie is successful, people are going to be like, it was J.J.'s fault. J.J., give J.J. all Star Wars, you know, <laughs> make him a new George Lucas. I don't know if that's the way to go. No. Um, that seems to be, that would seem to be an overreaction if this movie is really good. Um, but it's going to be exciting nonetheless. Um, I want to see how they finish off this, this trilogy. Uh, if they set up for a new trilogy, which I think they will. And I do want to see if maybe, like, like the stuff I talked about earlier where Ryan Johnson kind of wiped out some of J.J. Abrams' teases or ignored a lot of J.J. Abrams' teases from Force Awakens when it comes to Snoke and Ray's parents and the nice of Ryan, all that stuff. I do wonder if Abrams kind of goes back to that and maybe, you know, undo some of the things that Ryan Johnson set up or, you know, try to put the imprint the imprint he tried to put on the trilogy. do wonder if J.J. Abrams tries to go back to what he was originally planning to do. Um, I'm not sure what kind of... I'm sure there was plenty of communication between the two in, in regards to the production of Episode Eight, but uh, I'm not sure if... Ryan Johnson really executed the vision that J.J. Uh, J. Abrams had. So that's the that's the kind of the one storyline I'm looking forward to in Episode 9. And and then with Kenobi, I, I, if it's going to happen, I or if it's going to happen anytime soon, then we'll, I think we'll hear about it in 2019. I agree. I agree with that as well. And I also think that we should hear something about some Star Wars movie in Episode 9. Whether it be Ryan Johnson's movies, I mean that's another. Those are another one. That, yeah. Like I mean, okay, we're really gonna go a whole year without hearing anything from them. You know, mm-hmm. there's something from that. You know, the uh, Benny Benioff and Wise movies right. as well. Um, those will those will be things that we should probably hear something from if they're legitimately happening. And those two were actually confirmed by Lucasfilm. Yeah. Even though I'm, I feel more likely that we'll get Kenobi than we'll get a Ryan Johnson. <laughs> I would hope so, personally. Yeah, I, I think we all. All right, so, uh, so that kind of wraps up the movies aspect. So, uh, next category we have is books. So, in terms of the Star Wars books that we have for 2018, it was not many, which I am not very happy about, and I hope that changes going forward. Um, and when I say books, I, I'm just speaking of. Um, uh, adult novels. 
right, you're not talking about the Luke Skywalker <laughs> five year old edition. Oh my god, man! All right, look, man, the kids the kids gotta read some stuff too. I mean, you gotta Luke find a way. The Ewoks. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that was a title because <laughs> some of these titles is like with just looking up some of these books, but uh, I'm talking adult novels and and a young reader novel or two because some of those are can get they're get into relevant canon material as well. Um, but, um, so the, uh, four not, four books that I have listed here, there's the last Jedi novelization by Jason Fry, um, the last shot by Daniel Jose Elder, most wanted by Ray Carson and Thrawn alliances, uh, by Timothy Zahn. Now, uh, those books, I didn't, I didn't, I'm going to be honest. I didn't read last shot or most wanted. I want to get into those, um, uh, I wasn't as intrigued by them just because they were related to Solo, which I wasn't intrigued about <laughs> to begin with. Um, so it just it wasn't on my radar. But I have to. I wanted. I would like to get into them. So I'm probably going to get into those soon. Um, but um, uh, from what I have seen, uh, they're pretty well received. So it's not like people hate those or think that they're not good. Um, and Thrawn Alliances, surprise, surprisingly enough to me. Didn't get as very as good reviews as the first Thrawn book did. Uh, people uh, were not too thrilled about, um, uh, I guess, just about the adventure as a whole. I'm not uh, completely sure, but I know people weren't as high on that book uh, as they were the first one. I thought it was very good. Um, whether it was as good as the first Thrawn book, um, uh, I I thought it was very good. I'd say it was, if not just as good as the first Thrawn, it was very close. Um, I was hoping for more with involving Vader in, in, in Thrawn and hoping to see Vader actually do more. But, you know, uh, oh well. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the first one, The Last Jedi novelization, I thought was very good. I thought it added even more to The Last Jedi. Um, and it explained some things that I think needed to be explained. So I think we the books that we got were good, but they weren't there weren't many, and the only one that we got that is not uh, linked to a movie is the Thrawn book. Right. You know, no real original. Yeah, no story. real like original, completely original content, unrelated to the movies. Um, you know, like the year before that we had uh, aftermath, right? Yeah, I, bl- I believe so. Um, or if that wasn't 2017, then maybe, maybe even 2016. Or the two years prior, we both had Aftermath. We had Aftermath in 2016 and 2017, right? Yeah, Aftermath was going on for a while. Um, because, they, I mean, they just kept coming out because of the series. Right. But, um, yeah, so, hold on. I can actually have the list in front of me here. 2017, we had Thrawn. There we had uh, Rebel Rising. Um, Lost Stars. Uh, no, that wasn't twenty seventeen. Uh, but we had Battlefront Two, Inferno Squad. We had Aftermath. We had. Uh, let's see. Twenty seventeen. Phasma, Leia, Princess of Alderaan. Uh, Cobalt Squadron, 
which I still have to read, honestly. Because that was the one with uh, what's, um, with uh, Rose's sister. Um, so I I have to get into that one as well. But we had we had some really some original <laughs> like good interesting content. Yeah. In uh, 2017, even going back uh, uh, before then, uh, this this year or 2018, there was not as, nearly as much. So hopefully in 2019 we get more of that, and hopefully since they're slowing down this the movies, they can dedicate they can more dedicate more of their time to the novels. Uh, uh, so that's my hope. But I, I was satisfied with the books that we got. But I wanted, I was hoping we would get more. But kind of, what do you, what do you think about what we got in twenty eighteen with the books? Uh, yeah. I mean, it seemed like uh, with the last Jedi novelization that they did less, I think, or they they revealed less in that than they revealed in the Force Awakens novelization. From what I remember, so um, that was kind of my biggest takeaway when it came to the uh, book side of Star Wars universe. But um, when it comes to 2019, uh, we're getting another Thrawn novel, I believe, right? Or am I making that up? I believe, uh, we're, getting, I believe we're getting another one. Oh, well, I hope you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, honestly. I can look that up. Um, let me see here. Are we getting another Thrawn album? Yeah, we are. You're right. Yes, Thrawn Treason. I forgot about that. Yes. But yeah, we're getting another Thrawn novel. We're getting Alphabet Squadron by Alexander Freed, which I'm looking forward to that as well. We're getting Queen's Shadow uh, by uh, E.K. Johnston on Padme. And then we're getting Master and Apprentice. So we are getting... So we're getting some stuff. You know, we're getting some stuff. Master and Apprentice by Claudia Gray. Um... Uh, but it's, you know, 2018 was definitely a lull in terms of these books. Um, but, you know, hopefully that, you know, it seems like that's going to change for 2019. And hopefully we get even more announcements at things like Celebration. So yeah. we can get even more things for 2019. So um, so I'm looking forward to 2019 with regards to books. I really enjoy the Star Wars books. I think the, the authors, they have very talented authors working on these books. So I am, uh, I'm very, very satisfied with Lucasfilm Publishing and uh, Del Rey. Um, I think they do a really, really good job. So I am uh, very much looking forward to the books that are coming out for 2019. Uh, so next is the comics. So for 2018, we had Poe Dameron, uh, Darth Vader, this is the DJ one-shot, there is the Thrawn limited series, there's Lando Double or Nothing limited series. The Last Jedi uh, comic. There's a Tobias Beckett one shot. There's the Solo uh, uh, comic. The not uh, the comic version of the Solo um, movie. There's Han Solo Imperial Cadet. There's a Qui-Gon and Maul. Both Qui-Gon in Age of Republic. And Maul for the Age of Republic. With the Age of uh, comic book series. Yeah. For Star Wars. So that's what we got for 2018. Um, I was... Um, oh, and we had um, Afra as well. Dr. Afra as well going into 2018. I was very, very, very uh, satisfied with everything we got with regards to comics in 2018. Yes. Um, 
I think that the Star Wars comics have been great. I know people have been uh, critical of the Vader comic as of late, <laughs> um, but I I I liked it. I you know they say as a whole it was good, but just lately it's been getting, getting kind of weird. But I think it's been very good. From I think Charles Soule has been spectacular. I think the Poe comic has been spectacular. That uh, you know I was excited because Poe is my favorite com favorite character going in, going into the uh, sequel trilogy, throughout the sequel trilogy. Uh, but I think the comic has has uh, expanded his character even more, um, and I am just uh, I just I'm really really uh, glad that they have such talented people working on these comics. I mean, Charles Soule did a spectacular job with both Poe and uh, Darth Vader. I believe Kieran Gillen is working on. Um, I know he he I think he's working on uh, Star he's either working on the main Star Wars comic which is also going on I forgot to mention that uh, but there's the main Star Wars comic and then there's Afra I know he I believe he's worked on both and he worked on the I think he worked on the previous Darth Vader's uh, comic series um, but but he's very talented as well um, so they have a very very good writers um, and spectacular artists as well. Um, so I am, um, I'm just, I'm very happy with the comics that have come out and I'm looking forward to, uh, more of what they have. And I know going into 2019, getting into our previews in the age of series, they're going to get into age of resistance where we're actually going to get comics for Snoke, for Phasma, right. for Finn, for the, so we're getting comics for resistance characters as well, which is extremely exciting and resistance characters outside of Poe. Yes. And I thought Poe, the Poe comic you know, was amazing, I thought. And expanded the the sequel era uh, in a way that it just needed to be expanded. It just added more to the characters. It added more characters, first of all. <laughs> and it added more to the characters that we saw on screen. It added more to um, uh, Poe's uh, flight squadron. And it just, it just kind of breathed new life into the sequel trilogy, I feel. Yeah. I think it just add, it just added the characterization that it needed, um, or that I think it needs more of, because right now it feels very hollow. Right. It just feels like a fake, um, fake, ep fake original trilogy. <laughs> you know, that's kind of how it feels sometimes. If I'm being completely honest, so I think that they need this kind of fleshing out. So I think this this these comics coming out can do that. Yeah. Um early in 2019 we're gonna get the uh the what, what what's the uh prequel uh one's called asia republic asia republic yes yes and it's age of age of uh rebellion, rebellion. yep so we're gonna get uh more age of republic stories i think we have a padme one coming up soon um as well as the Django fett one is coming up soon as well so um those should be uh, ones to watch. Um, I believe there are a couple of. I think there's going to be a solo like graphic novel or something that's supposed to be coming out, like an adaptation of Solo. Uh, hmm. I don't know if Solo was popular enough for for people to want to read a graphic novel version of it, but uh, it's something to explore. Ultimately, said, I think what's going to be most interesting is those age, that age resistance series where we get, hopefully, 
my biggest concern with the age resistance stories is that like they're not gonna reveal anything new. That's gonna be like it's gonna be like those uh those galaxy uh not a galaxy that well destiny of what, what were the uh forces of destiny. Forces of destiny. I feel like it's gonna be like the forces of destiny uh shorts where like it'll be good story it'll be cool stories but like they won't reveal anything. I'm hoping that's kinda how I felt the mall Kind of one was yeah, that's how it felt to me. Very very short story, very very short look at the character, but nothing really else to it. Right right right. Now with something like with somebody like Snoke, like I might not care. Like that's yeah, honestly, crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, but like you know, yeah, for someone like Ray, right? I'd be like, okay, well, yeah, whatever. We okay, get, I get like two hours for like every year. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like that's gonna be. That's going to be the only concern with those, but they should be cool anyway, or regardless. They should be cool. Um, I mean, we're also getting, uh, so for January, we're getting Obi-Wan, Jango Fett, uh, the special, which is going to combine a bunch of char- the characters that we've seen. Right, right. And then we get February, we get Anakin and Dooku, and in March, we get Padme and Grievous. So, I mean, we get we get some cool stuff uh, with these. You know, we get yeah. comics for characters that we don't really see um in comics right that getting their own comics so that's really really cool um so i think the comics for 2019 is is already looking good and we already had the ongoing series that we have going on now um so i am i'm excited for the future of the star wars comics uh in marvel though i wish chuck wendy was still uh (laughs) was still with marvel i think i think they're missing the boat with letting him go i really do um, but you know that is what it is. I, I don't think that it's uh, outside of realm possibility he'll come back. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Hopefully. He's too. It's not like he's mainstream. So. Yeah. You they could bring him back, and I don't think like people will lose their minds. And, exactly. You know, it'd be some big campaign anti Disney. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was very like. I think they just thought it was bad for business to like have an employee talk like that. Yeah. So I mean, we'll we'll see how that shakes out. Um, now for the TV. Uh, which is the next category. Looking back to 2018, we got uh, Rebels, the ending of Rebels, of uh, Rebels, I'm sorry, which, um, you know, that was, uh, that's kind of its own discussion, which we've had many, <laughs> many yes. times. Um, so we had the ending of Rebels, the beginning of Resistance, yeah. which is also its own discussion, um, uh, Star Wars Clone Wars returning, which was announced. Um, the Mandalorian was announced, and Cassian Andor's uh, television series was also announced. So we got some big announcements for television going forward. What do you feel like was the biggest of those storylines in 2018? Uh, the biggest of those is... <sighs> those are all kind of big stories. They're all big... And I mean, I think uh, I think it has to be the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. I think it has it has to be the Mandalorian. Right. Just the production value of that. Yeah, everything we've heard. Everything we've heard. The fact that they're putting such a big budget into it, and the fact it's a live action cast, Star Wars, yeah. the cast, the live action Star Wars television series. I mean, that's <laughs> something we've talked about for like a decade. We've talked about forever. I mean, people that dreamed about it. <laughs> being able to wake up and and look up forward to their Star Wars television show, yeah. that's like, 
So that has to be the big. That's the biggest news, <laughs> you know. That's the biggest news. I was gonna, I was leaning towards Clone Wars, but I was like, a live action Star Wars TV. Series, that's something we never thought we'd see. Yeah. So that is definitely the biggest news. Yeah, I mean, I. At free, like, if you would have told me coming in, I would have been like, like coming into the year or like. Yeah, but if you would have told me coming into the year, I would have said maybe like, I would say Resistance, but after seeing Resistance, it's just not. Yeah. Not nearly as important as I think we thought it could have been. Um, At least not yet. I mean, not I yet. Know. Yeah, I don't it's know not what's we'll talk about <laughs> that. But uh, twenty eighteen was not very impactful. Um, you do you did mention the, the return of Clone Wars, which was something that was huge, um, something that you know sent shockwaves throughout the Star Wars universe, throughout uh, anim- the animation industry. Um, so that's something that was obviously huge. I mean, I was, in terms of Rebels, that was something that obviously we kind of hyped up for a long time. We waited for years to see how would they end the series, where would they leave off, and we finally got our answer. Um, it was kind of vague, which is unfortunate, but um, yeah. we did get our answer. And then, but I agree. I think the Mandalorian, and then you can even throw in Cassian Endor, just the entire fact that we're getting Star Wars live action television series on Disney Plus. With the budget they're talking about for these shows, with the cast that they've casted with these shows, um, and the the crew, you know, having John Favreau attached to Mandalorian, all that stuff suggests that, you know, Taika Waititi, Dave Filoni suggests that this is going to be a very, very huge project for them. And no, I mean I definitely feel like this could be this could be the start of something crazy for Star Wars, and it makes you, it does make you wonder if, like, maybe their Star Wars slowdown with the movies may find its way onto television at some point. Yeah, maybe, maybe. transition some of these stories to television. Maybe Kenobi becomes a series for all we know. I mean, they got the. I mean, they're putting they're There's putting so all money. these you putting know, these movie actors, yeah, these, these Marvel characters on. Television. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't put Ian McGregor on television. I watch the heck out of that. It, it was, like, and I do wonder if Kenobi that would be better suited for a television series. I do maybe you know that's 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 another question as well. You know, I think that's been asked as well. Um, which is like, look, would I rather see a limited TV series? It's more content. The TV series is more, more content. It's like. You Ten episodes. It's more content. Or you even can, six episodes. Exactly. You more can content. go in depth with it. Um, there really aren't the restraints that a movie can have where it's like, oh, this is too dry. Give me the laughs. Where's the laughs? Yeah. If I'm going to bring my five-year-old to this, I need some funny humor or whatever. And it's like, no, you don't need to do any of that. You just be like, this is geared towards these, you know, adults. is a very adult storyline. You know, you know, it's, yeah, it's family-friendly, but... It's not necessarily a family show type thing, you know? <laughs> so they can tell whatever story they want. So, I mean, that they could get like that, you know? So maybe a TV series is more appropriate, but, um, but yeah, we'll, you know, we'll find out. We'll see what happens with the Disney Plus. I mean, I think that's very big news going into 2019 for television. I thought 2018 was overall was a decent year for Star Wars. I mean, Clone Wars ended... Uh, not the Clone, what well, the Clone Wars did end, but uh, Rebels ended, um, and Rebels was 
what Rebels was. I mean, I didn't love it. I didn't hate completely hate it. Um, you know, brought back Thrawn, which is really awesome. Um, so, and the characters grew, grew, got very dramatic toward the end. I mean, Filoni, he did some good things with Rebels. Yeah. So, I, I'm... I don't think it ever climaxed the way I would have hoped. Yeah, probably not. Not really, but, um, you know, at least it didn't, they didn't kill off Ahsoka. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's important. And uh, so we're looking forward to seeing more of her, and they didn't kill off Sabine either. And they're apparently adventuring together doing something. So they, they left some really cool things left. There's some really cool things left hanging there that I'm very interested in seeing going forward. Um, uh, overall, I for the most part, I liked having Rebels. Rebels was there. It was good. It was fun. And now we have Resistance, which uh, is off to a very, very slow start. But... Hopefully that will get better in 2019, going into 2019. Yeah. Um, so that is the year for T- the end of the year for TV. Uh, and the next and last topic we have uh, for wrapping up the year is video games. So uh, what we have for video games is we've got um, uh, we've got uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two, uh, which. You know, I great uh, very much enjoyed. I very much enjoyed playing the campaign. I thought it was very well told. Um, I just I just like it. I think it's good. Um, we got uh, Star Wars uh, Galaxy of Heroes, the mobile game, which I have played a little bit of. But you really get. I don't know. I think you need to devote a lot of time, <laughs> a lot of time, or a lot of money. Honestly, if I'm being completely honest. Um, to that game to really kind of take advantage of it in the way that it's meant to be played. Um, uh, but, you know, uh, they seem to have some pretty cool... They have basically really, like, every character. I feel like they... I think the library of characters on that game is, like, really, really vast. Yeah. So, um, I think they even added uh, Bastila Shan from Knights of the Old Republic, I believe. They added her to the game. Which is like a crazy, uh, Very intricate reference. yeah. Which is a crazy uh, kind of Easter egg. People were kind of losing their minds a bit right. when she was announced. I remember they're like, "Oh, old Republic character added to Star Wars Galaxy. What does this mean?" And I'm like, "I don't, I don't know what it means." <laughs> you know, honestly. Um, but hopefully, you know, it means that they they would be open and willing to, uh, um, uh, willing to use old Republic characters in. Uh, uh, or to bring old Republic characters into uh, canon Star Wars, um, uh, but that's another game that uh, was uh, was has been ongoing in 2018, and um, uh, we've had a Jedi Fallen Order, which was announced. Um, we, or we got a title, yeah, by Respawn. We got a title announcement last year, um, and and the game by. Uh, um, what was the other one? The visceral shut down. Yeah, the visceral game got shut down and yeah, officially visceral shut down. Yeah, visceral visceral shut down. The whole company just <laughs> shut down, so that game is not happening, um, unfortunately. But uh, so that is the the year for <laughs> for gaming as Star Wars in twenty eighteen. Um, I enjoy Battlefront two a lot. I played a little bit of Galaxy of Heroes, but I'm not willing to grind. Um, 
uh, in that game because I just don't have the time, honestly. And it is, uh, you know, it it is not easy, or it appears to not be easy, if you're not willing to spend money uh, to get <laughs> some of the better uh, characters in the game or the more known characters uh, in that game. Um, so I haven't really played much of that. Um, but I'm, I am extremely looking forward to Jedi Fallen Order. I really hope... Did they say when that game was supposed to come out? Did, did we get even a, even a, a, an estimated time for the release uh, of that I game? I do not believe so. Yeah, I don't believe so either. I'm going to look it up. But I am very much looking forward to that game. Um, and, Kendall, did, did you, you were telling me some news about the game that you heard recently, right? With regards to the game? With Jedi Fallen Order? Oh, yes. yes. Um, uh, Barris of Alfie. Um, apparently, according to uh, Jason Ward from Making Star Wars, uh, Barris Alfie will be uh, a sister or an inquisitor in uh, this game. So, apparently, like, I, from what I heard, Dave Filoni said that she was supposed to be, or she could have been the seventh sister in Rebels, but that he didn't think that it fit her character. Mm. Um, so, he decided not to do it, but I guess people would respawn and people making this game were like, screw it. We're going to make her an inquisitor. <laughs> um, I don't know how you feel about this, Mark. I am very happy about that. I think that just makes sense. I'm not as familiar with her with her character. Yeah, you haven't seen her in Clone Wars yet. We're uh, Kendall's getting through Clone Wars uh, still, but um, I'm very happy with that. I think that that is a very, very good... Um, uh, I think it just fits the character, honestly. I mean, with how her arc in Clone Wars went, I think this, it ending up like this for her makes the most sense. And it's a sad story, a very sad story. I think it could kind of wrap up her story even in a way if they cho if they chose to go down that route. They don't even have to, but they could. Um, but I just think that that is a really really cool Easter egg to have in the game, to have her as an Inquisitor. Um, but either way, I mean, we know it's about a Padawan who, and it's after Order sixty six, so we got a little bit more detail on the game as well. So this is, um, it sounds a lot like Kanan, <laughs> the Kanan comic. I mean, a lot like Kanan. Um, but it, it, I am very, very, um, very, very excited about this game. I really am. I really think this could be uh, something. This could be like game changer. Um, so, so I'm just. I think it's gonna be great. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is going to be very exciting. I, I don't really play Battlefront as much, um, but I think a Jedi phone Ruby type of game is something that I would play. Um, I just want to see how this, uh, once we get more gameplay, we obviously haven't got any gameplay, but once we get gameplay, that'll be and something that I'm sure we'll get into, we'll definitely get in 2019. Um, also in 2019, we'll be getting, you know, more Battlefront characters, so. Yeah, it's also that's a big true. Deal. We get Obi Wan, or you got Obi Wan, but we'll get Anakin and Count Dooku. Count yep. uh, Dooku is coming up this month, and Anakin later in the season. Right. Uh, so we are getting more Battlefront characters as well. Um, so as long as you have the money to spend or the 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 
<laughs> or the play. time to grind, uh, you'll be good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't have the time or the money, so I <laughs> unfortunately uh, more, more most likely will not be able to play um, with those characters. But it is very cool that they're adding those characters to the game. Um, and I think DICE does a very good job of making, uh, of bringing Star Wars characters to life in their games. So I am, uh, uh very much looking forward to seeing those characters in the game. Either way. Um, but all right. So that'll do it for our wrap up of the year 2018. Uh, this was an awesome year. Uh, uh some mixed things with regards to Star Wars, but we're just glad we're getting Star Wars <laughs> in 2018. And we're looking forward to more content in 2019, especially with Episode 9, then with The Mandalorian, and all these other awesome things that we're going to be getting. Um, uh, so we got a lot of uh, cool stuff coming up and some cool stuff for us to talk about on the show as well. Um, so this is going to be very, very fun. Uh, I'm sure 2019 is going to be an awesome year for everybody. So I hope you all have a happy new year. And um, we we at the Imperial Broadcast will be happy to talk about all these um, all, all this awesome new content oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that that we're we'll going to be getting have more YouTube videos, more Star Wars YouTube videos mm -hmm. that we did in 2018. Um, so look out for that. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of a lot of I'll I'll, I'll try and uh, hopefully have some Star Wars social media campaigns going. Mm. see what we can do there but um yeah hopefully we're just ultimately trying to build a imperial broadcast brand um you know because obviously we like doing we love doing this podcast hopefully the people that are listening enjoy listening to this podcast i would assume they are if they're still listening <laughs> but uh yeah just trying to build this uh trying to build this up yep yep so we're gonna keep working and keep uh brand content for you guys to listen to uh, that'll do it for this show. You can catch us next week. I'm going to uh, finish out the Vader comic because that is done. It apparently is causing uh, a lot of people to be uh, feeling a type of way about it, apparently. <laughs> um, so I'm going to recap, read that and recap that. So yeah, that's to look forward to for next week. Um, uh, outside of that, that'll do it for this show. Uh, so I'm your host, Shamari Joe Mike Kennel. We will see you guys next week. Everything you went to, and everything you went to, and everything you went to, just make the force be with you.